Is this the basement? It's the lower level. Okay. everybody it's time for another episode of bald and bingeable with d'angelo i'm d'angelo and i'm here to take you through an auditory journey through all the things in pop culture that you consume the stuff you're insatiable for the stuff that you find truly bingeable you guys are back with another pop culture recap and it's an old friend of the pod mr nelson castillo he is back in the house hi nelson hi you haven't been here for like a minute and a half and um, we just passed like Halloween weekend. So did you do anything for Halloween? <laughs> I did not do anything for Halloween. I feel like I have lived so many Halloweens in my lifetime and I started going to the West Hollywood Carnival when I was 16 because I grew up in Southern California. And I got kind of exposed to that very early and kind of did that all the way until like my mid twenties. And then, you know, like I moved to LA and once you move in LA, you know, like once you're there, I think kind of the things you took for granted as like a tourist or when you're just there on a weekend, you know, like you drive through West Hollywood for the first time, you're like, oh my God, this is so cool. And then you live there like, oh, God, I'm fucking over this. <laughs> like, you so were so me. spoiled. Yeah, so, so, so right, so spoiled. I think I just got exposed to so much so young so fast, but I, I wouldn't regret it at all. But that now that I am almost 40 years old, which is not very old by any means, but I'm like, eh, let the other kids go have their fun, let them do what they're gonna go do. And um, we're going to Palm Springs this weekend for Pride, so it kind of was just like a one or the other, right? <laughs> so. I guess. So <laughs> it's funny because like I wasn't, I didn't have any plans for for Halloween because I was supposed to be in Puerto Vallarta with um, the whole Dilf and Meatball and everything. But then Meatball ended up, she um, got sick, and she so sick. yeah, so don't go telling her business, girl. We don't want to be violating no HIPAA laws. Oh, I think it's a, she read it out there already on her own. <laughs> she just she just put it on her in, on her Instagram like she's finally clear and that she was able to go out again and out in the world. So that's what she was doing. But um, so, anyways, yeah. So I didn't end up going because there was no like reason. If I'm not managing an artist, the art if it, if, yeah. if the artist isn't there, then it was just kind of like mm, my time. I'm not going to spend the extra cash and everything. Yeah. And so and what actually ended up working out because I had to do this whole thing with my passport which is a whole fucking racket I swear to god so when your passport becomes um expired and so Mm -hmm. I ended up having like I didn't even realize it and one of the girls in my office was like you have to um if you check your passport what your expiration date was and I was like oh my god no and this is like at the beginning of (laughs) like beginning of September-ish or whatever and yeah. so I had to like send it in and did the whole like um, fast track back and everything else and paid all the extra cost. So whatever, I have my passport now. But the thing was, it didn't come in until like two days before we we're supposed to be gone. So oh I my had god, this- that is so nerve wracking, right? So I wasn't <laughs> able to. Buy- I wasn't able to buy a flight. That was the other problem. Is that you can't buy uh, yeah. you can't buy a plane ticket if you're flying international. So yeah. it was just like it all kind of like worked out for what it was supposed to be. You know what I mean? It worked out for That's for good. you know what how the world was supposed to work for this weekend. Yeah. So that happened. Um, 
And I ended up really not doing anything. Friday night, we yeah. went and I just dropped all my notes. Um, we just, <laughs> we went Friday night. I ended up going to like Moe's with some friends. Yeah. Had some martinis, which is like always a pleasure. And um, <laughs> and then I ended up falling asleep on the couch at like nine o'clock on Friday night. I <laughs> did, love that. Did like nothing. Ended up waking up at like 12 and then was up for like three or four hours because I had, you uh, know, like slept through or whatever. You so. took a nap when you weren't supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah. So I took this crazy disco nap that wasn't really a disco nap. And then I, I don't even know. I think I started like watching something else random and now I can't even think of what it was because oh, I've watched like I, so many. Mm-hmm. I, say, I did forget. So like we didn't go out for Halloween, but we did go out to the, the dream girls drag show for Halloween, which I really did love because Pangina heels was here and it was our second time getting to see her and she was amazing. The All the girls were amazing. It was Dolly, Chad Michaels, Kixie Vixen Styles, our local fave, and Glenn Allen. I um, love that it was, Pangina has like, she's okay with being ugly. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my God. Yes. She, she is just so great. Like every performance is always completely different and she thinks outside the box. Like I... Um, but she gives you like what you want right like so she did this number as the girl from the ring but then match it up with Beyonce's put a ring on it with Ariana Grande's seven rings so it was just like you're like yes I want that like, like, love it, it was, but then she's like, got like blacked so, out teeth yeah like it's so <laughs> creepy and disturbing but then it's like that, that juxtaposed with the fun like you know club fit that you love so it's because she's like literally like the ring girl doing that song and it's like this is so creepy but I don't know why I love it I just do <laughs> that's so perfect I haven't yeah. really, I haven't seen her perform I haven't been to dream girls in a little while I've seen more of like the local yeah. girl shows recently you know she is hearing? amazing but yeah, I haven't she, seen she's any of the ones with like the, the drag race girls for a minute I've just been yeah. kind of like at a moment here's my problem like recently okay I've been feeling this way and I know that I'm probably going to get like a dm or a letter um <laughs> do it bring on the letters come on <laughs> well the thing is, is that it's not hateful but the thing is is like yeah I am so tired of going to drag shows where it feels like a GoFundMe for somebody's rent. <laughs> like, right? it's just like how much, like, like, they're begging for tips sometimes. And it's like, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. You know, you're putting all this work and all, you know, no. but yeah. I think it's partly the bar's fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. That so why are these... Them- like they're not giving them a good rate. Like, I don't know how that works for them. So I don't like, either. Get, so I don't yeah. want to talk out of turn. But the thing is, is but yeah. just how it feels to me, to me. Okay, this is me. <laughs> okay, you guys, me, M-E. Um, <laughs> me, that's my feeling. But it was just like, um, and I don't want to like put anybody down, but like, and I don't want to like, I'm not going to name names, but like I've been to three <laughs> different drag shows recently, like local yeah. drag shows where it just feels like okay make sure you have those dollars out and it's one thing to have like a fun quick quick joke you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. you know like to make sure that people are going to tip and if people yeah. aren't tipping to go back but when all the gimmicks like okay it's time for happy birthday now we want everybody to you know what I mean like so <laughs> tip, tip all the birthday people and the birthday people are going to give us back the money or you know this time we're going to it just it's it That's wasn't much yeah it just felt kind of gross and like and it's yeah. just like and and I understand I completely get it 
you know, that we all have to make money in these times and everything else, but it just, it wasn't enjoyable to me anymore. Like it was just like, you know, I get like 40, 50 bucks in like singles, at least, you know, for one of these drag shows and they're all sitting there in front of me and I have the intention of tipping and I tip like like crazy, usually giving two at a time, you know, $2 at a time as they come around more if it feels like it if it constitutes you know but like ugh, and not only that and this is another gripe i am gonna get letters girl (laughs) you're gonna get death threats girl (laughs) yeah but my other thing about it is okay and you as a dancer yes how often are you getting tipped by drag queens not very often, I want to say. I will say that some of them are pretty good about it or they will actually offer you work. You know, it's really cute. Mm-hmm. Is, um, I met Meatball before I knew she was Meatball, right? Um, mm-hmm. Dancing for a Barracuda event. And she was so sweet and so nice. And she was like, I want to hire you for an event. And that's great. And then, you know, then they're curious and they pick your brain, like, how much is your rate? Um, when we ran into Valentina that one time at Barracuda and she was <laughs> not the nicest person because, you know, we all wanted to take pictures with her and she denied pictures. Like that was the first thing that came out of her mouth. Like she could see how excited we were to want to take a picture with her, but she was like, no pictures, please. And then I looked at her and I was like, not taking a picture with us doesn't make sense with my fantasy. But I get it though. <laughs> like if they don't want to take a picture, right? that's one thing, yeah. you know what I mean? But, but it's just kind come, of like the tip road goes two ways. Fr- Sorry. Yeah. She did come back with her friends and they did tip us, which was really sweet. I thought like, I was like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. No, but I will, but t- that's... Yeah, I will say that doesn't happen very often that we're getting tipped by drag. <laughs> but Valentina can uh, fucking afford it. Okay. Like this no, bitch is, you know, right? that, that, that's, but, that's a lot for an appearance from, from her. So yeah. the thing is, it's like, but it's just like, even like the local girls, you see us out and about and that kind of thing and throw a dollar at somebody if they yeah. are up on a box, if they are doing something, because you're, you're expecting the same thing. And so it's just like in, industry we get industry so the same thing like when you're like coming in through the door and you like tip the doorman and all that sort of a thing yeah. so it's, it's industry just etiquette right like tip your go tip your nightlife family like you know our nightlife your nightlife if it's your night off i think and you don't see that someone's making money or the boys are making as much money as they had like make the initiative to do that and then maybe that will jump start everyone else to start tipping them right? absolutely you know how we start so, with like a starter dollar okay so yeah. You guys, okay, so we're just like divulging into like industry talk. So you guys today on our episode, we are going to get into like some American Horror Story, some White Lotus and all that sort of a thing. So we will get there today. Um, <laughs> and maybe even talk about that stupid worm, aka Heidi clone. Um, but before we get any further, you've never done these. Any of my 10 quick okay. questions, my 10 self-indulgent quick questions. Oh my God, and so, I'm so excited. They, these can be like a quick answer. I did change them up this week because it's you. Um, <laughs> and so I have some new little questions in here. So my first question today is going to be, it. what's your last takeout or delivery order? <laughs> Let me see. Um, I did Ricky Sushi, actually, which is in North Park here because I was really jonesing for some sushi. So I went there, I picked it up, and it was everything I wanted it to be. So <laughs> Where is that at? It's on 30th Street. It's right next to Coin Op. And then it's in between this new bar called The Office. Um, and it looks pretty oh. swanky, but I haven't been out in that area in a while because I've kind of been getting sushi from Aburi, again, which is in North Park. Um, but they kind of changed their recipes up a little bit and I wasn't feeling it. And mm-hmm. I really wanted this. The Ricky Crispy Roll is what I get. It's a baked roll with cream cheese and jalapeno and spicy salmon. And then they put it like in this like 
eel, like spicy mayonnaise sauce. It, they're so good. <laughs> Fabulous. Okay. Well, this sound, I think that's like maybe two weeks. I think the episodes are dropping this way. I think that's two weeks in a row when we have mentioned sushi. So you have a sushi order this week. So uh-huh. my last takeout order myself was actually Indian food. Last night I had to do like, it was, or no, two nights ago, actually. Because what I did was I over-ordered, so I had food for two nights. <laughs> <laughs> that works sometimes, though, right? Because sometimes you're just not as hungry, or you get more full than you think you will. So. Well, also, if you're going to be paying the delivery fee and everything else, and, so, and it just kind of feels like, okay, well, let me just buy, like, two meals worth, and then put one away, and then I'll have yeah. the other one. So I did that, that, so I... Mm-hmm. That does get me those delivery fees. They like make me really mad. So I'm it's like, like double, double, double. When they ask for tip before, <gasps> it kind of yeah. drives me crazy because then it feels like, oh, so if I don't tip you a lot, you're going to be slow. You're going to do some shit to my food. And if I do tip you too oh. much, and what if you're shit? You know what I mean? So it's just like, you know what is time. great though? Um, DoorDash does have an option. I don't think they do it all the time, but they have an express option where the food will get to you faster. So you pay uh, $2.99 more. I do it for my coffee order. So I hate Starbucks. I don't want to say I hate Starbucks. I just don't like their coffee. Um, mm-hmm. So I always get better buzz coffee, but I get it delivered for me for the week for work. So it's like my food delivery service. So I get like my five coffees, you know, I get the one with ice and the rest without ice because then I can just ice it myself. And I put them in the fridge. They're good to go. And they're really fast. They're usually like 20, 30 minutes. But if you do the express, they're here in 15 minutes. <laughs> and I'm happy because then I don't have to go and get my coffee. It stops my daily routine of, hey, I need to go get coffee before I go to work. It's to stay on the fridge. It's super easy. They don't I, have like, a box coffee it. option. I don't think they have a box coffee option. I also do an iced vanilla latte. I'm very basic gay. <laughs> so that you so just I like you just swish yeah. it around each morning, like you're each. I cup. swish it around each morning, yeah. And the thing I love about Better Buzz is they use whole milk because I love whole milk. I'm not like an almond milk, soy milk person. I love real milk. So. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I am too. Like every so often I try to like be like, mm, you know what? I'll try the coconut oat milk, soy yeah. latte, tractor bean, whatever the <laughs> thing is called. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's always like yeah. some name when you go to Starbucks and it's always like, mm, it looks good. It's a toasted coconut, almond, marshmallow bullshit. And then, yeah. just, and then you get it and you're like, Hmm, this probably would have been better with real milk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like always, I always have that feeling. So it's sometimes when I see like, they're like, Ooh, it's a special coconut, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, can I have that? But with real milk, please. Like, <laughs> yeah. And the other thing too, Anthony has been doing this thing lately too. We're getting really, really, we were only in question one, you guys. Okay. This is gonna be a long episode. Cause we're, we're like actually friends. So um, Anthony's been doing this thing though, like where he always gets things like uh, Breve. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what that means? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I went to public school. Girl. Okay. So this is the thing. So all of you guys, like you can start doing this. Cause if you do like a basic bitch, like order, like a sugar-free vanilla latte, right? I love a sugar-free vanilla latte. But instead of doing sugar-free vanilla latte with like whole milk or 2% or whatever, if you say breve, it's basically half and half. So it's like cream and milk. Yeah. And the thing is, is and it's like, it's it just tastes better. And right uh-huh. now during this time of year, it's like a warm freaking hug. It's better than like any of that shit. Okay, question number two. We have a bunch of concerts coming up next year. And can you rank me in order of importance? Which one is yes. the most <laughs> that you have to see? And which one is it okay if you don't see out of Rihanna, Beyonce, and Taylor Swift? Uh, you know, I'm totally biased and Beyonce is my number one. <laughs> I've seen this woman so many times, it's ridiculous, but like, 
there's just something about seeing her that is just like it's so great and girl puts on a show like mm-hmm. it's just amazing and this new album is so great so i cannot wait have we see seen her, her twice like, together we have seen her twice together yeah and then okay. I, yeah 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 we've seen her twice together so and then i saw, saw her at we... coachella so oh, nice nice I okay saw her, and then... i saw her in chicago so yeah <laughs> so beyonce's most important and then i have a feeling you're gonna be beyonce like rihanna then important. taylor I think, yeah, because, like, I do like Taylor Swift, but, like, she's not someone that I look at and I'm like, oh, yeah, I gotta go see Taylor. Like, I've never seen Rihanna ever. Um, So definitely I would like to see her. I guess it would depend on what this new album would be like to listen to that music, right? But I gotta say that last album was really good and I do love it. It's still, you know, Love on the Brain, Sex With Me. Like, those are my jams. Mm -hmm. Nancy was a cute album. Yeah, I would love to see that, so... But the new Taylor, um, like when she said that she's doing this eras tour, so it's going to be like she's kind of hitting all of her musical eras. I'm yeah. into that. This means it's going to be hits. And the bitch is 10 albums out. Like, let's go. Like, like yeah, she's going to put on a great show. We've seen snippets from her shows. I mean, I think I like I would like to see her sometime in my lifetime. Maybe I'll see her when she does like Vegas residency or something. But for me, I'm not like grinding willing to put my you know kidney up for sale to go to her i think i do want to see her in vegas though i think i do want to make the attempt to see her in vegas oh yeah because remember we saw the 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 dates yeah i think that would be great and that the allegiant theater they just um opened it's their new stadium that the uh, raiders are at so it's supposed to be really nice okay question number three this is a controversial question (laughs) and i made it just for you okay (laughs) what's wrong with Nicki minaj (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like here's the thing like i used to go so hard for nikki like i love her i think that she just never really was herself or if she was herself she was pushed into doing that like remember she would wear the really weird outfits and then she would have like the different personalities with the rapping and the thing is like if you listen to that first album that she did pink friday is so great it's so amazing mm-hmm. but then like you look at like the rappers like Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B and like Nikki kind of put that all down right like Nikki was like I'm a rapper that is like not gonna rap about pussy or sex or like my or any of that stuff or drugs right and like you look at Megan and Cardi and they did all that but look at Megan Megan got that Grammy Megan got that new that best new artist Grammy which hasn't been done by someone in hip-hop or R&B since Lauren Hill so like Nikki is very talented and I do love her but there's this like there's something off about her right now I don't know what it is it I feels it like she's just she's had too many yes people around her for a while that part yeah and right then, <laughs> and so and then there's nobody who like tells her no and yeah. then now it's just kind of like there's no, tell her no. <laughs> but there's things but there's no guidance you know what i mean there is yeah. no there's nobody that she can go in and check with you know what i mean there is no I don't know. The There's Potomac just... reunion, right? She did the, the, the Potomac reunion and she put fabulous. that out there. And like, did, it was fabulous. Did we ever think that that was going to happen? Did we think that Nikki was actually going to get to be there and like do that? No, not at all. But she got to do it. And, and it shows goes, you she's fun, that she wants yeah. to like, that, that she, and she's also watching TV that we enjoy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, on. she was sitting at home watching Megan Thee Stallion host and be musical guest of SNL. And she never did that. You know, she's sitting at home mad as hell going, who the fuck do I need to call to be the fucking host and the musical guest? Because I think she was supposed to do it like a few years ago, but it just never landed right. How it was it supposed feels to be like she's like she's gotten in her own way. Because even like remember she did like the other women. Remember like with 
the movie where she when she was like yes. the assistant with, with like Cameron Diaz and shit like that like what happened like we were so ready for everything to be Nikki and like right now yeah. it just feels like feels like she's in her own way okay let's keep yeah. on going um my next question <laughs> I have negative questions here but whatever not really <laughs> they're not really negative but my next question okay. is is there such a thing as too much drag race um yes and no I want to say like see I'm someone that I love it and um right now the new stuff isn't really as fun to me I've been actually binging some of the older seasons like I just got done watching season nine which was the Shea Coulee season Mm -hmm. and I'm like in between All Stars 3 which is you know like the um Kennedy Davenport, Trixie Mattel, Aja uh the one that Trixie Mattel won so I like to go back and forth um, I do like the different franchises. I do feel like we are getting a little too much, but I feel like that comes with the fandom, right? Like the fans want more. They just want more. So they're trying to give it to everyone to make everyone happy. I just think, unfortunately, you know, we just don't get a really good product or people who are actually ready to compete because, you know, I'm sure like the crew's burnt out. I'm sure queens are burnt out because, I mean, if you've ever talked to other queens too, like, you know, that don't do drag race. First of all, I've learned that the hard way. Don't ask a queen, why haven't you been on drag race? Oh yeah, don't <laughs> do that. Don't ever do that. Everybody, this is a this is a public <laughs> public serve announcement. Do not ask yeah. your local queens why they haven't done drag race because it is a sore subject because a lot of them have tried and tried and tried and tried and has not happened for them. And so so, but just be like, hey, like, what are your aspirations with drag? And then be like, have you thought about doing drag race? Don't say why haven't you? Don't make it like a bad thing. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> so I, I actually, because I was thinking because like this past week, as you know, it's kind of come out and I put it on my um, uh, my timeline, I think on Facebook the other day, there's 14 new iterations of Drag Race coming out this year, people. I saw that post. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah, RuPaul's just getting money, girl, right? <laughs> like, I mean, like she just franchised herself out. And the thing is, is like, my thing is, is okay, yeah, it made me feel like, yeah, it's too much Drag Race, but then then just turn it off. Like, I myself, I don't watch Holland. I don't, I'm not into Italia. I'm not into Spain. Like, I really, I do, I do appreciate, like, a good, like, foreign film, but um, I don't want to have to read. I just want something that, like, you know, because I feel like, for me, and I know for you, like, our jobs are so social that for me, I just want something on in the background sometimes or something I don't even have to pay attention to that but that I know will be it's comforting or, or fun and take me out of wherever I've been at in my world and my reality and go and escape with them for a little bit, right? True, like, that's true, what true. I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do like what Willem said, though, the other day. Like, he was, like, quoted and saying, like, you know, no, there's not too much drag race. What the hell are you talking about? We waited this long for gay, <laughs> for gay content. Tell them right, to stop making it. other shows. No, I mean, like, right now, Survivor is in its 43rd season. That's what, what I remember, like... What, what is stopping drag race from doing that? And not only that, right. but the thing is, is we get, like, 14 queer, new talent pseudo celebrities a year you know what i mean minimum and it just depends on like what they do with it you know you don't always get a simone you don't get you don't always get like a top tier girl who's going to be out there doing the you know doing the fenty fashion show and everything else but i think that like it's enough drag race okay number five (laughs) do you have a favorite beauty product um I, I, I do actually right now my, it sounds so stupid not even stupid I think I love it my favorite beauty product is my cologne and it's my Tom Ford leather ombre um my boyfriend did buy it for me for Christmas funny story oh my god that's so, expensive he must really like you 
No, so the funny story was, is like, so I always last minute buy myself a Christmas present because it's a tradition that I picked up from my dad. Like he would always take us out like the day before Christmas to the mom and be like, pick out one thing that you want. And I had been wanting this cologne because a friend of mine had wore it one night and I was like, that smells amazing. Because before that one, I had the Tom Ford uh, tobacco vanilla, which is equally <laughs> really great. Um, but I'm addicted to this leather ombre now though. So anyways, we're exchanging presents and I open it and it's the it's the top of cologne and I was like kind of crying so I'm like oh my god like I was never expecting him to buy this for me and I was never even hinting at him to buy it right like but he just bought it and then mm -hmm. I was laughing he's like what's so funny I was like now I have two bottles and I have to go return this bottle back to Bloomingdale's and the, and the lady at Bloomingdale's you know she's like why are you returning this and I'm like because my boyfriend bought me one my man did it girl I don't need two bottles mm -hmm. <laughs> But that is my favorite, I guess, beauty product next to the bath bombs I get at Lush and like my Kiehl's products. But yeah, the, the cologne for sure is my favorite. Love it. Okay, number six. <laughs> you have a favorite Broadway musical? Um, yes, I like the darker musicals. Like I really love, I want to say like one of the first musicals I saw as a kid and it was in LA at the Amundsen Theater was the Fosse Review, the original, because I love all of Bob Fosse's stuff. So mm -hmm. the thing that's great about Fosse is without having to see one of his whole plays like Cabaret or Sweet Charity is that you get to just see all the really great dancing parts from everything that he did. And they kind of like mesh it up all up together that make it really just fun. I love that dancing. It's just, it's so fun. <laughs> I love that. I love the Fosse musical. It's like one of those um, like Bye Bye Blackbird and everything else. It's like one of my favorites to be on okay these dogs are fighting in the side of the room right now okay <laughs> so next up do you have a favorite song this week this week um yes i, I do uh, my favorite song this week is post malone with doja cat it's the uh, i like you i do song mm -hmm. it's just like it's fun i don't know like i think i was a little late to the party with it but i kind of heard it and i was like i like that and then i also like the song on the on the um the apple the ipad the yum 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 song i don't know who sings it i need to look it up but it's super cute and it's just like yum 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 <laughs> okay i don't even know what it makes me it is. makes me it makes me happy <laughs> is it yum yum or is it dum dum because i like the it's, song my, my Maisie called dum dum the one that from from do revenge that the, the movie i don't on, know uh, i think it sounds Netflix. like it's saying yum yum and it sounds like it could be like some k-pop um i'm not sure i just hear it in the commercial and it makes me like always like that commercial's fun like i love that like, i think okay I think I know what you're talking about. It's called Dum Dum, and not to be not to be mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, by it's, it's, it's by Maisie, <laughs> and it's um, M A I Z E, and it's the song from Do Revenge. You know the the movie on uh, Netflix with Camille with Camilla from Riverdale, and um, it's like a new teen movie, like and it's all about revenge and whatnot. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. girl. Okay, so that's okay. That's a binge <laughs> recommendation. We're already coming with binge okay. recommendations, guys. So there's a newer movie on Netflix right now called Do Revenge. And it is in the genre of like cruel intentions and mean girls. And like, and it really, really harkens back to even like she's all that. Like there's lots of homage inside this movie. Um, and so, but it's super cute. And it's about these two girls who one is lesbian and she has you know a girl that she used to be in love with who's kind of been shit to her and then this other girl who's like the most popular girl in school whose ex-boyfriend 
leaks her um sex video basically like she like takes you know selfies for him and then he like leaks them out there and then now she has to like deal with that and so these two girls they meet up you know unlikely friends and they now are going to do each other's revenge <laughs> that's crazy yeah that song is fun i think so I yeah like and so and it's that dum 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 everyone is dumb like it's that song um okay, okay. <laughs> Cute, cute, cute. And also Post Malone. You guys, I don't know why, but I am weirdly attracted to Post Malone. I'm like so <laughs> over it. Like, and I don't know why. Like, I think he's like so cheesy and he's so dumb. And I'm like, I do find him appreciative. Um, okay. Oh, I do appreciate him. Okay. My next song that I have is Do you have a favorite live concert or show ever? Um, yes, uh, Beyonce for sure. Coachella was absolutely amazing. Like, I, it's so weird that people always say, like, oh my god, it's life changing. It really was. <laughs> the whole experience was so life changing. And I don't know, when you have a connection like that to someone, you're kind of just like, that's amazing. And then this past year, actually, we saw Dua Lipa, um, which mm -hmm. was great because we got to see Megan the Stallion with her because she opened for her. And Megan was okay, she wasn't like. I think she could work on her performance a little bit because I remember she was kind of like on the bounds of like Nikki. Like, remember when Nikki first opened for Britney? Like, because that's when I first saw Nikki Minaj too. And I was like, but Nikki was amazing. Like, Nikki had star quality and power. And I think Megan just needs to work a little bit more on that performance aspect. But Dua Lipa was hands down amazing. So great. Like, I loved it. I would see it again. She did it right. She was like, gonna be around for a while i think the fact that i mean like she's gonna eat off that album forever i've said it before like yeah. she she really did smash something out there it came out the right place right time because it, the bitch hasn't been out that long you know what i mean yeah like, she hasn't been out that long yeah like like we're like but then all of a sudden she like came out with this album right when the pandemic hits and every single oh, song yeah. was like a single so it was, yeah, it was a bop <laughs> she's she's special and she also learned how to dance more than that little pencil shaver that she does Right. Um, and she loves the and she loves the gays like she 100 loves us so she's I like queen it. of the gays i was like she's queen of the gays <laughs> okay but the thing is is like i also hear the same thing because everybody wants to say carly ray jepson is also queen of the gays like you know i've like, never seen her live though so and i don't like i think she's great but like i don't like, nothing like burns for me for her for some reason i feel bad about that because the girl's talented and she's sweet right but i don't know she doesn't do it for me like like Lizzo does, or like Beyonce, or, or other girls, or like Megan, Doja. So like I don't know. I just don't. Eh. I feel bad. Now I'm gonna get. No, I'm gonna get letters, girl. Now I'm gonna. Get <laughs> <laughs> I love Carly Rae Jepsen. C <laughs> CRJ, CRJ. <laughs> Out, man. <laughs> okay hey, if you all want to give me some free tickets to carly ray jepson by all means i will be your date i will be your guest i'm just not putting any of my hard-earned money into it myself <laughs> girl she does small venues she's at like house of blues and humphreys and shit. like house so, of blues like, is easy. great house of blues always puts on a great show i saw iggy azalea there when she first came out and i will say it was amazing too it was <laughs> it wait was do so you appreciate good. the standing room only of that situation i now. do appreciate it because it's fun and it's like you get there when you get there like i don't feel like people are like as guarded and like no you can't walk past this area or whatever like it gives you room to be like okay cool i'm up close i don't want to be up close anymore like yeah because alaska was coming around but it was like standing room only and i'm just i'm 41 right? <laughs> i need some back support sis i need to sit down like i gotta stand here and use my core the whole night <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this 
it's, I can't do it either. Like the other night we were at a party, me and my boyfriend, everyone's standing around still like talking and I cannot stand still because my job is so go, 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 do something like I can stand for long hours of time as long as I'm busy doing something, but I cannot stand still. I feel, you know, I'm like the same way though. But like usually when we're at like one of these things, I'm like, can we, is there somewhere I can go? I need something to <laughs> yeah. do. Like yeah, I think I that's the reason down, why yeah. I like, I enjoy working nightlife is because it gets me out there, but then I don't have to be out there in front of the same people the whole night. Like I have a reason to move. I have a reason to migrate. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Nelson, number nine. This is a question for a lot of our gay fellas that are out there. And okay. since you and since you are a connoisseur, what is the <laughs> best bathhouse in the United States? <laughs> yes, the best bathhouse in the United States is Steamwork Chicago. Steamwork Chicago is amazing. It doesn't even hold a candle to Steamworks Berkeley. Um, I would say there was one house though too. The first time I ever went to a bathhouse was in New York, I was like 25 years old. It was 4th of July weekend. And I don't know the name of the club, um, but it was four stories. <laughs> and it was right by the limelight, where the limelight used to be. Um, but it was a great club, I would say, that place. But Steamwork Chicago, hands down, it's affordable. Girl, I was looking at our bathhouse prices the other night. It was $60 to get a room here in San Are you Diego. Serious? You can get a room at Steamworks in Chicago for $25. <laughs> That's most places like it's usually like you pay like $12 for like the membership. So then this way they can actually have a place like this, you know, what I mean, because it's considered a private membership club. And then that's how you get in. And that's how they can do what they want there. But yeah. um, and then you pay like the extra fee and then whatever. But $60 for San Diego. OK, number one, we this is again, <laughs> this is this is us again. Like earlier, we started this with this whole thing with you being like, I've been to WeHo too many times and enjoyed Halloween. <laughs> amazing so that's how you like started the conversation now we were talking about yeah. like we that live where people vacation you know what i mean do, so that's yeah, why yeah. that's why it's fucking expensive in san diego because there's a lot of people here who don't live here i just think that's but absolutely ridiculous $50. because it's it's not like and i haven't been since they reopened i was <laughs> is it a hotel remember, room situation i don't know i remember you guys made fun of me that night that the fire was there because i was there the night that it burned down. <laughs> 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 everyone was like is nelson okay and i was like yeah girl i was fine <laughs> Um, but I, I went once actually after it reopened um, and it was nice. Everything was very like up to date. Like you don't have like an actual key anymore. It's like a key card, like a hotel, but you could still wear like the lanyard around your neck. Um, the steam room wasn't up and going at the time, but now it kind of is. Anyways, it was for me, I don't know if it was that much money at the time, but like I said, recently I looked at the prices and for me, I cannot justify that. Like seriously, if you just want to like get some casual sex, I guess just like at that point, right, just go to Motel 6. Isn't that how much Motel 6 costs to get a room? <laughs> I don't know, probably. But the thing is, is like, or they're just, they're, it's because they're also all closing. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah. like, Long, like Long Beach, I think they lost theirs and now it's like, oh, did they? I think yeah, from what I, I understand. Remember, like, yeah, because when I lived in LA, I would go to Flex or I would go to Midtown Spa. And those places were great. You know, they served the purpose. Like, I'm a huge advocate of the bass. Like, you know, they serve their purpose. They provide a safe space for us to go and, like, have fun, especially if you don't want to bring a stranger into your home or you don't want to be in someone's home, right? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you get to call the shots, kind of, and know that you're going to be able to do what you want to do. So True, true, true. Yeah. Okay. So you say Chicago Steamworks is the best. Chicago one. Steamworks, the best. And because you're right there, it's in the heart of Boys Town. So all the bars are there. So, you know, say you're just like super drunk, you know, you're at Sidetracks having those purple slushies, 
you know, like our friend Gunther. Yes. <laughs> like who keeps getting kicked out of them. <laughs> <laughs> you're drunk, you're horny, we don't have anywhere to go. Great, the bathhouse is right there. We can just get a locker. It's ten dollars, ten, fifteen dollars. Easy peasy. So easy. So <laughs> I love it. Okay. And question number 10, which will lead into the rest of our conversation, is <laughs> what's the last show that you binged start to finish? Hi. I'm trying to think. I I told you I was watching the practice, which is reruns, but I haven't entirely finished it yet uh, <laughs> because they have like six seasons, um, and it's on Hulu, which is great. And I just upgraded to the Hulu with no commercial, so I felt fancy. The practice. <laughs> the, the show is super um, easy to watch. You know, I love a good courtroom drama. Uh, <laughs> I'm in love with Laura Flynn Boyle. Her character's name is Helen Gamble. I was thinking to myself, because, you know, I, I watched Drag Race in between. I was like, if I was to start drag and I would go on Drag Race, I think my drag name would be Helen Gamble. I think it would be a great <laughs> drag name. Like, if you like to win, place your bets on Helen because she's going to get it for you, sis. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm so stupid. <laughs> I watch that all the time, too. And there's been, like, so many Drag Race queens. And like, what is your entrance, you know, going to now be when you come through? But I can't believe yeah. you watched the practice. Who's in that? So it's Laura Flynn Boyle, which she hasn't really done anything. In the Laura movie, but... Flynn Boyle. Like... Yeah, but it's Lara. La. <laughs> um, Dylan McDermott and Cameron Mannheim. So it's kind of like an eclectic cast. It's a David E. Kelly show. Um, and they did the crossover with Ali McBill too, which I never even knew they did a crossover show with Ali McBill because you know Ali McBill was like a more kind of fun, mm -hmm. lighthearted comedy. So here they were doing crossover to promote the two shows, which was really big back then in the '90s. For some reason, they would cross promote shows or get them to segue a little bit. Um, okay, I'm looking at pictures of the camp of the practice, and now I kind of like there is something inside of me that wants to watch it, and I hate myself for uh, that. It's so good. It's just like, it's ridiculous. So I'm on season four right now. Um, well, also Dylan McDermott. Dylan McDermott, oh my God, so handsome, so great. I've always had a big crush on Dylan McDermott. Him and, him and like Mark Consuelos were like my first TV crushes, I think. Because Mark Consuelos was on All My Children back in the day mm -hmm. with Kelly Ripa. <laughs> See, I loved Billy met. Zane when Billy Zane did like... Billy Zane was cute, yeah. He wasn't cute on Titanic, but he was cute in something right um well i see i then, did think he was cute in titanic with like the hair but when he was the phantom i like him bald yeah he's yeah. handsome bald well, and wait, then what that, was that guy, movie he did with um nicole kidman dead calm remember when they okay this is like okay this is a blast from the past so you guys this is also a binge movie too if you guys can find it <laughs> and it, it's probably on something like stars um but it's called Dead Calm, and it's Nicole Kidman and Billy Zane, and I forget who the guy was. It now I'm gonna look it up real quickly. But what ends up <laughs> happening is is that um, it's Sam Neill from okay. you know from from like a from like Jurassic Park. You know what I mean? But in the movie, it's like um, Sam Neill and Nicole Kidman. They're like going like their husband and wife, and they're going on this like ex you know this. Uh, this excursion expedition something yeah <laughs> and then like billy zane character is like the one who is like out there and he like um 
they struggle to overcome the sudden death of their young son and attempt to move past their loss. The couple takes their yacht out for an extended vacation trip. While far out to sea, they come across a sinking schooner and the rescue ship's sole survivor, Billy Zane, was played, his name is Hugh in this. Um, he claims that the sh- ship's crew died of food poisoning and even though and Ray's empathetic towards him, but then her husband, who's played by Sam Neill, is suspicious. And so the whole thing is it's almost like an at-sea you know they're being kidnapped essentially and like so it's like a whole thing but i remember it from like back then and that's when i first like met billy zane and was like he's so cute okay that really just tells me how much of a problem i have with like (laughs) horrible men you know what i mean and so (laughs) um okay so going from there love is blind yeah i was going on to another show love is blind i've been watching that nice okay so love is blind season three i don't feel Mm -hmm. like this season's pretty good and as of like when we're recording this there are like 10 episodes out i think you've only watched like seven i'm up to like eight and a half Um, yeah i've only watched seven of them because i was catching up on housewives and ahs so i had this on i had i had love in the love is blind on in the background today when i was like doing some creative work excuse me and um I don't feel like there's anybody this season that has the star power from like the first two seasons. Like there is yeah. no, there is no Jessica. You know what I mean? There's like, no we don't Jessica. Have... There's no uh, Shayna, right? Yeah, yeah. Like... We we don't yeah. have any of that, but we do have some good characters. Number one, yeah. okay. Like let's just talk like all over the place. Right. The one girl, um, is her name Colleen, the ballerina. Yeah. Okay. It feels like such an old lady name. Actually, that was my grandma's name was Colleen. So when I heard <laughs> Colleen, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, who named their daughter Colleen? <laughs> Anyways. Well, the thing is, is like, she doesn't really make me, like, I don't think ballet dancer when I look at her, you know? No, I, mean? I don't, because when you think ballet dancer, you think, like, very slender, very skinny, and maybe that's, I mean, that's not to say that, you know, full-figured women can't do ballet. You're going to get us canceled. We're um, going to get more letters. I know, I mean, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> I did, hey, I did the Nutcracker every Christmas in high school, working for Laguna Ballet Theater. I know what it was like. <laughs> I, I was just in the party scene. I didn't do ballet, but it was community service. It was fun. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't get ballerina from her at all, which is funny because when she would say that in the pods, like all the guys were like, ooh, ballerina. Like, I'm like, okay. bro, I think ballerina, I see black swan, I see your fucked up feet, no toenails. Like, I'm going to pass. <laughs> but I just want to know, like, is that really her, is that really her profession or is she like, Abercrombie and Fitch sales girl who also <laughs> does ballet. Like, <laughs> and not only that, that right? And then she, if you were, sorry, go ahead. No, keep going. You know, say what you're saying. I was just, I was just saying, like, if you were really actually like a ballerina and with a company like, um, American, like ABA, right? Or mm-hmm. the New York Ballet or something like that, like, I don't know, would you have the time to take off from? being in the show or being even like this and like, I don't know like what their contracts are like or what their schedules are I so, don't know and I know this was shot though probably during the pandemic a bit more during you know yeah I mean? the pandemic yeah so like let's see but like um who she's with she okay so Colleen is the ballet dancer and she's with Matt she's the with, guy with the with the beard Matt who's actually okay. kind of handsome and sweet um, but he's I a fucking think, like, little bitch <laughs> he kind of is, but I kind of like when he stood up for himself, though, when he was all like, oh, so fuck me. And I was like, yes, man, stand up, finally. I was like, we're going to get it now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I was very proud of him in that moment because I, that's me. That's very me. Like if someone wants to do me dirty like that, I'd be like, oh, fuck me, huh? Like it was very fuck my drag. <laughs> I was he's like, just, yes. yeah, he's just so hurt though. You know what I mean? Like you can see that like he was. he's yeah. been hurt a lot. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to the, another couple, the tall, tall, tall couple. And we have our first full figured girl and she's beautiful. Yes. Our curvy Alexa. She's she pretty, then, yeah. And she's with They're that guy, Brennan. You don't They're think? not going to work out because she's too concerned about money. Her family's too concerned about money. Oh my God, BT does. Like her dad was so hot. Were you like, I was like looking at the dad going, I want the dad. Like, Everybody <laughs> keeps saying that. The dad when he's sitting on that couch and he's telling him like, my daughter likes the best things in life and everything. And I think everybody's like, the dad's hot. And so, but no, no, you know is- what? She can't date her dad. So I think she made a good choice. <laughs> Break the rules, sis. Do it. Incest, too. Oh, my God. I'm going to get so many letters. This uh, is not This is not Dragons in the House. This is not HBO's Dragons in the House. This is not an incest show. So, But, like, Love is Blind is all about dance. finding somebody you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, touch your dad's penis a little bit. Like, just through his pants. Like, I don't know. <laughs> no. I find that illegal, and, and Nelson has been canceled. That has been our last episode of Bald and Vengeable. Okay. Bye, everybody. Yep. No, but okay, but Brennan, okay, here's the thing. I think they're going to be fine because Brennan feels like he's okay with taking the passenger seat. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He's totally he's totally great. He's he's gonna be a great provider in the fact that he's gonna give her everything that she can't buy, right? That, she and has I think everything that, that money can buy, but not what he can give her. Right? And, that, so and, I, and he's gonna be a stay-at-home dad. I'm, I'm just telling he's gonna you. A, he's gonna be a stay-at-home dad. I mean, I think she's gonna be a stay-at-home mom. We don't know what she, what it is that she does because I don't think they really disclosed that. It just seems that she has a very comfortable life and that she's comfortable doing nothing, and that's totally fine. Good for her. Like, but okay. I think she kind of wants to see him work a little bit. Like, she doesn't want him to just like inherit that right away, right? So. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. the thing is he has to show that he's making an effort and then the rest of life will just be like fine I think they're yeah. I think those two in my opinion I think those two have the best chance of moving forward you know what I mean and so like I just yeah. I have a feeling those two okay Cole the Christian and that yes. girl Zaneb or whatever uh, I think oh my god it's not gonna it's not gonna happen at that, all like... that one feels ugly that one feels like that girl, oh. like we all know that girl, right? Like she's like she was like your she was like your best friend in high school. That girl, she was the girl you took to prom. <laughs> and the thing no is, is she's so fucking beautiful. She's one of the most beautiful girls there. She's and pretty. she and she is so insecure. She's super insecure, and that's and that's ridiculous. So I just I don't like her attitude. I don't like the way that she talks to him. That's because I was talking to Phil about this. I was saying like, you know, like they were there at the house and he didn't put his stuff in the hamper. And she's like, you know, your dirty clothes would be really good in a hamper. And I was like, if anyone ever talked to me like that, like my partner, <laughs> oh, you would be smacked. That'd be the last time you heard of a hamper, girl. You would be in the hamper, okay? <laughs> See, my thing was, is like when you first met him though, like he's one of those guys that I would have had problems with in high school because I would have been like, I'm so in love with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Oh, I'll, I'll hold the chair for you. I will save this. I got you that, you know what I mean? Like he's one of those guys yeah. that I would have been completely obsessed with and crushed and crushed on in high school. And so he's and handsome, that's, but he's, he's handsome, but the thing, and I just, but I found his personality cute. And then the more and more that you got to know him and when you went, when they went to his house, girl, 
his toilet uh, was disgusting and that right there that gross. that's instant like it's not happening bro like you not got not to <laughs> like certain things like you just got to have like like cleaned up and like put together and the thing is and he had all the makings of like a good space and then i just feel bad too that like his parents you know they're so christian everything else and they don't want anything to do with this and it's like bitch christians are all about don't fuck before marriage and everything else this boy wants to get fucked he's gonna go get married okay so go to his wedding who cares if he just met her (laughs) like this is what you guys wanted so it's a whole thing um the other couples uh nancy Nancy and bartice Yes. Okay. I'm in love with Bartista. <laughs> Are you serious? I saw him walk in and I saw those thick legs and that thick ass. And I was just like, that ass. I was like, <laughs> like, we didn't even see his ass, right? But you could see them in the pants and like the build. And mm-hmm. I was done. I was like, I'm like, you are like Drake with a thick ass right now. I'm, I'm sold. <laughs> well, the Bartice, Bartice and Raven though, you know what I mean? Like on paper and in yeah. pictures, the two of them feel like those are the two who should have been together. And she's like problematic though. He wasn't, she wasn't giving him what he wanted, right? When so he that, told her his life story and she was working out. Yes, that. <laughs> when he was she when he was like, Are you and she's like running in place and shit? And he's like hearing her <laughs> necklaces jingle. And this bitch don't have two right? s- two seconds for him. You know what I mean? And it's like she's doing she's doing burpees, girl. She's doing burpees. <laughs> she was doing too much. She was doing too much. But the thing is, is like I think that the, him and his girl that Nancy, number one. I don't know what Nancy looks like. Cause like right now in my head, I can't picture her face. Well, I can still picture some of the other girls faces, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I can't picture Nancy. So that just tells you like Sarah plain and tall. Like she's just, she's just some girl. Yeah. And like, and Bartice, like if she worships, worships him, then he's going to be fine with her. You know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. he want he needs the attention. Like he needs but somebody who's some, gonna, like, listen. They've had some issues though too. And their issues are like money related. Their issues are that he, when he said what he, um, he did to her, saying that like that um, Raven was his first choice or the type of girl he wants because he was drunk, right? He's like, drunk mm-hmm. brings out the truth and everything. I totally get that 100%, but you should not be that honest with your partner. There's some things you cannot say if you do not want to make those waves, you know? Well, like, the thing is, like, so, like, you don't have to tell, okay. So people who are out there, okay, I've been in a relationship for almost 14 years. So I'm, I'm speaking from a place of like, I know. And this is for me, for me, for me. This is no, for don't me. Send, don't send us no letters. Don't send us yeah. no letters. <laughs> for me. Yeah. I mean, like the thing is, is like your partner should be your best friend. But you yeah, need a I, second best friend so you can go talk shit about your best friend. I mean, like that's really. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a relationship. That's what's going to yeah. make relationship happen. Yes, like, 100%. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's just like a whole thing. But I just, that's all I can think of, though, is when Bartice was just like, and then my mom left me at a truck tr- truck stop or whatever he was saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he had some sad Roxy Andrews type story. And yes, like, yes. And then like she's just jingle, jingle, jingle running in place. And it's like, bitch, <laughs> he's just telling you. I mean, she was like, oh, wow. Like, no, she did not just give him an oh, wow. Like, you don't do that. <laughs> Like she's like, oh wow, did I beat my my BPM? Did I make that per minute this time? For real, it's like one of those conversations that you have at the bar, and you're like, oh, that's crazy. Like, like, (laughs) and then you stir your drink. (laughs) For real, okay. SK and Raven. 
I don't That's think Karen this is Raver. happening. I don't think it's going to happen either because, again, she is very financially. She lives a certain way. and I. Totally but she got Mexico energy. She got Mexico energy. She does have Mexico energy. Her expecting him to pay for her houses for half of them when he's not living in them, that is totally unrealistic, I think. Like, there's no way that this man should pay for any of that if he's not benefiting from it in any way i think like no unless your unless your prenup says that okay now he buys yeah. into this much and then that means if you guys break up then whatever percentage he bought in you owe him yeah. that back and some or he owns equity in the house or something like that like it, it, like it, that is just beyond me you know anthony owns property that i do not have my name on and the thing is and so number one i'm okay with that because i don't that that tax that property tax does not hit me okay <laughs> that's just that's something <laughs> but like number two like it's just like you know he's earned that that's his it was hers like yeah. and anthony's not and the thing is is like and he he got into the situation and raven got into this situation because she could afford it not because she thought that she was gonna have a second income that was gonna be coming in through it. absolutely yes yeah. so not only that to pay for yeah continue the to pay moment, for your bills the moment that he don't know okay if he had a full-time job, because I'm talking, I'm coming from this place now too. For me, for M-E, for me, <laughs> um, in my relationship, my partner is currently uh, getting his master's, right? Yes. Um, but he's not your traditional master's type student, right? Because he's older, he's not like... <laughs> he got a job, he got a company, he's traveling the world, he's doing, he's he's making business, and then this is something that he's doing on the side that's going to up his business. SK is like, he's working at a master's to get the job, you know what I mean? It's not extra for him. And yeah. so the moment that that was a thing and he had to, not only that, but he can't do this master's program online where he can't just check in at the beginning of semester and end of semester. It yeah. was never going to work. This is not going to work. So <laughs> my prediction is those two are the two who are not, those are the two who are most likely not going to make it. And I would be surprised yeah. if they even make it down the aisle. Like I want to like, um, well, I want she's him not having she's not having sex with him either. They're not having sex at all because she wants to wait till they actually get married to consummate the relationship. Like, she ain't going to do it. She ain't going to get married. She doesn't want to do it. That's why. So she's just staying on the show. And I think you can kind of see those wheels turning in her head. Like, well, if I don't say yes to this, that means I'm done. I have nowhere else to go on the show. I think you can kind of even see that when they were in the pods earlier. Like she didn't want to do it, but she's like, no, nah, I got to do it if I want. If I want to be on the show, if I want to be yes, on the show, absolutely. she wants that fame. And you can see that for some of the people, I think. You can see those wheels turning going, okay, this isn't what I wanted, but I want to be on the show, so I'm going to make it work for the show. Mm -hmm. Which, I don't know, is that right, though, either at this time in reality TV? Because, like, we love reality TV and we know what it is, but if I can see those wheels turning in your head, I'm kind of out. Like, I don't think you're a good person. Like, I get it. Like, I, I want the reality TV fame, right? Like, I would love that, but it would have to, I would want it to be right. Like, mm -hmm. that's the thing is like, I don't know. Like, it depends on how caught up you are and like what, what your plan is. Like, you know, like the people, like the girls who go over on like Bachelor and everything else, like, 
some of those girls, they know, like, you just need that. You need that time on ABC and you need to be on that show as long as possible. So then you get your social media numbers up and you can start selling that yummy tea or whatever that you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like yes. that's, that's, that is, that is the goal. And the thing is, if you end up, if you end up meeting this guy and that he might be kind of cool and having a little relationship, that's something, but like this love is blind thing. It feels like, okay, well, you're, you know what you're putting yourself into, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, and all that, but the thing is, is now you also have seen other seasons that you've at least seen the first season. Yeah. And you we know how that. it works. Yeah. yeah. And you saw that some, some couples work like Bart Bartlett in that one crazy girl and Cam and the, uh, and I can't remember her name now, the black and white couple that, you know what I mean? Like there's just, yeah. there's couples that have worked from this, but at the same time, you've seen like what they will do. They will edit you into a Messica if you are a Messica, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, it's a whole thing. Okay. Let's flip gears. Cause we've been on for a little while before we like wrap ourselves up. Let's talk a little bit about white Lotus and a little bit about American. White Lotus. Okay. So white <laughs> Lotus, white Lotus two, um, first episode is now out. Yes. Jennifer Coolidge is the only one they had come back. Her and the... Uh... Yes, because she's reprising her character from season one. Yeah, and now she's married to the guy that she was that she met yes. at the White yeah. Lotus. And so, yeah. which... In, it's in, in Italy, right? They're in Sicily, right? They're in Sicily this season. Uh, yes. They've changed up the theme song just a little bit. We're at another White Lotus. So the White Lotus yeah. is now considered like a property, you know, like almost right. like a... Like a low, like four seasons, yeah, yeah like four seasons, that sort of thing. And this is actually, yeah. I think, I think it's at either like the Ritz Carlton or Four Seasons, like Sicily, like that's where they're shooting this. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, but her character is just as unhinged as ever, and now we've been introduced to her like personal assistant, who I'm like, okay, when she tells when she tells this girl, <laughs> go to the room, go to the room, <laughs> you're in well, Sicily also- and sit in the room, like. <laughs> She's like, um, I, like okay, I love I, the fashion on the show, right? So but mm-hmm. I'm breaking down the first assistant and she's at the pool with the boy. And she's like, oh yeah, I like live in San Francisco and I guess my life's okay. But I'm like, girl, you are wearing brand new Louis Vuitton sunglasses. Like, <laughs> but you're an assistant. Like, I don't know any people's assistants who are wearing brand new Louis Vuitton sunglasses. <laughs> well, it's those perks. If you have like a really rich, like something, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, and not, right. I, okay, so I knew a girl um, when I lived in New York like years ago, and she had, she was a nanny, you know? Yeah. And she had certain clothes that she was approved to wear when she was working mm. with the family. And the thing is, yeah. and so when, when she would travel with the family, it was like she had like certain things. And they were like elevated clothes. Like this girl had Prada slides and that sort of a thing because yeah. this woman wanted to make sure that she looked the way that she's supposed to look in front of her friends you know what I mean yeah, so yeah I, I have seen the assistant I have seen the nanny I've seen the old pair that is dressed to the nines because number one yeah. they are paid really really well and number two yeah. they sometimes are issued those clothes like I know that if I had a <laughs> I know it's, that your if I had uniform, a, it's your work uniform it's your standard issue. girl you've worked for me at my christmas party i'm like here's an apron did, yeah. like yeah. yeah like 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 that's me yeah. like that's just like there's yeah. a certain there's a certain look there's a certain vibe and so the thing is yeah. is that i'm not gonna like somebody make somebody feel like shit you know you wear what you wear and here's like an apron but like 
the yeah. um but i've known that from like other people with staffs okay like if i did have a house staff i think i would want them to dress like really cute or at least like <laughs> there should be some kind of like cute like work uniform ish you know what i mean or at least like a color mode or something like that and i think <laughs> that, right, yeah. and, and it would be on me to provide that but like i would want a housekeeper and like a really nice pair of like white sneakers and like you know what i mean like i want her to look like she's out of a nancy myers like kitchen you know <laughs> <laughs> Like, so I think there is a standard. So I do get that for the assistant. Um, okay. One of the things that we have to talk about is Theo Vaughn. Is that his name? Theo James, Vaughn? It's James Theo. I wrote Theo it down. James, I Theo looked, James. I looked, I looked him up. I looked Theo him Vaughn up. is the guy from, is the guy from, uh, <laughs> from like road, road rules. Um, but Theo James. Yes. Theo we James, do see, yes. we, we see the dick. Which yes, we see. Yes. Which everybody is pretty saying It's a process. As prosthetic, everyone tore me down yesterday on my Facebook, like prosthetic girl. Like, can I just have my dream, please? <laughs> I know. Well, from what I understand, okay, because I was listening to Michelle Collins' show like earlier, uh-huh. um, and she was talking about it. And her second on there, I'm like giving way too many details, but she was basically reading like an article, and it was saying that on American television, like the American like unions and whatnot, you know, like the rule or the law yeah. is basically that like they are not allowed to to you're not allowed to touch a hard dick on camera like union wise you're not allowed to like it's it's like all these different rules about dicks so like there's so much more stuff like put on that because they don't want you to like show it or see it or touch it or whatever so they have to be like prosthetic which i think is stupid (laughs) like hbo's been giving us dicks though i mean like that but they've all been prosthetic but euphoria that locker room scene was that yeah, that's all that's prosthetic all. dicks oh well th- those aren't when they're like taking a shower but like the eric dane scene when he's like pissing around the house yeah. that's all prosthetic <laughs> oh it was i mean it was it was some good dick i'm not gonna lie i said you know it, it was like good bacon it was firm but floppy it was mm-hmm. good <laughs> what's well, the thing and like the, the, they also they like put it in the such a way that it didn't make it feel like he was being Okay, did you think, because this is us being guys, I didn't feel like he was being overtly whatever, but do you think he was? I don't know the character yet. Like, we've only seen one episode. I don't think he was overtly doing it, but he was doing it to stir something. I don't think that anyone does that without hoping for it to create something. Like, he knew he's hung, right? He knew he had a nice dick, and he wanted to show it off. I think that's what it was. He wanted to have a moment because then she was uncomfortable, right? Like, but I don't think she was uncomfortable. I think she was just, no one had ever really done that to her before. Mm-hmm. And so she was kind of like, this is kind of fun, but like, this isn't right because I'm married. Like, I think you see her struggling with that. And so rather than her enjoying it, she takes it as being a victim almost and being like, oh, he kind of like assaulted me. Right? Oh, or she should have completely taken it to- that way. But yeah, personally, I would not have taken yeah. it that way. No, I would not have taken it that way. I'd have been like, I probably would have turned around and been like, okay, can you helicopter for me? Like, what can you do with that? Yeah. <laughs> Are you loving the, okay, so Aubrey Plaza's in this and we like love Aubrey because she's just she, Aubrey Plaza. I think she's great. I totally related to her a lot already. Like on the first episode, I was like, I'm that girl. Like when they're like, <laughs> like go into the adjoining room she's like no no like we're not doing that she's very guarded it's kind of funny though <laughs> it's like we won't be using that it's like damn yeah we, <laughs> like, yeah, we, we won't be using that or like what she didn't want the prosecco right away she's like i haven't ate for six hours like, i'm gonna get drunk i'm like 
I, I see that stairs, right? I'd be like, can we get a snack with this or something so I'm not drunk? <laughs> like, I, I know we're on that. vacay, but I know we're on vacay, but dang, like I'm not trying to turn the party so fast, right? <laughs> At the same time, I just, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't know how to take her character just yet. I'm wondering, yeah. okay. And then we also have like Michael Perlioli who's playing this, you know, with he's like there with his son and his father. With the son and, and the father. No, he's no. Like the, he's like, <laughs> he's supposed to be like the big, um, they're like exploring their ancestry and apparently he's like some big Hollywood producer, you know? And so we're starting to get like all these like back and forth with it. Um, I'm, I'm interested in the show. Like I'm really, really excited to have this. I I think it's going to be a good season. It seems fun. Um, I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like sad, right? Cause I would love to have seen some of the returning people like Mari Bartlett, Um, even to see like, you know, like American hair, uh, horror story how ryan murphy recycles his people and then they're just different characters right but i get it sometimes you need a break you don't mm-hmm. want to see that so it's nice that we get these these new people and these new actors so do you think okay so the whole thing is is like the mystery in the beginning of like whose body is that that you know what i mean like when right um, it was like the first it was like the first season too right we didn't know whose body it was so we yeah, don't like, know because right but yeah the girl so goes for like, a swim yeah. And the only one, the only one who we know it's not is the one girl Daphne. You know what I mean? Like the 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 pretty yeah. one who they're sharing the room with is the only one yes. who's like who we know it's not her body, but it's somebody else's body. And yeah. they're white, so <laughs> 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 so they don't have a tan. Whoever's body it is, at least that's how it looks. <laughs> so I'm just wondering. I'm here for this whole new season of White Lotus. I think it's going to be great TV. Okay, yeah. and before we keep going, okay, so before we wrap up today, let's talk about a little bit about American Horror Story because now we are like six episodes in. And yeah, we're six episodes in. Yeah, it's not like scary, scary this year. You know, it's a and little they scary. Just... I kind of felt like asylum vibes a little bit. Like last night's episodes felt a little asyluming to me. Like I was like, okay, it's kind of going back to that. But like, yeah, like I still watched it at night. I wasn't scared. I went to bed. Like I was good. Well, uh... they're also they they finally introduced a um a supernatural angle, which is like it kind of feels like okay, so like you know the very first season supernatural was introduced in the very beginning, second season also, you know what I mean, and like this one. Yeah. They made it seem so real, like it was all, you know, this guy is like hunting them, blah, blah, blah. And now all of a sudden we have Sandra Bernhardt with these tarot cards. You guys, spoilers, sorry, six episodes. We told you guys, that's just where we are. We're going to just talk freely because I cannot, because <laughs> this show sucks. I'm sorry, Bald and Bingeable sucks when I have to like hold myself back too much. And so I've just been listening myself. <laughs> and so we're going to just talk things. But Sandra Bernhardt, when her character is now like part of this new um, tarot card reading, you know, establishment and that kind of thing, which is like considered a racket and nobody there believes it. But then all of a sudden these cards are really happening. Now we have like this new supernatural portion. It's like, okay, where's the show going to go, Ryan? Now you you, it's one too many strings. Like, why does he do this shit? Like, I don't we already... feel confused by it though. Like, I feel very, I feel very pleased with it. I don't know why. Like, in a long time, I haven't really been pleased with American Horror Story, but I'm actually really happy with this season. Well, the stories are finally weaving together. Now we have the guy yeah. who, like, the guy who's been stalking everybody, who's been like, you know, cutting people up. We finally know who oh, he is. That actor is so creepy too. He's such a good actor though. But I mean, he is he's so disgusting. Creepy this, he's so creepy in this role. But he was also in that show that was also on HBO um i forget 
what the name of it was, but he was with, with Bridget, with Bridget, with Bridget. Yeah. Yeah. He was great on that. He was fun. He always kind of plays like that dorky kind of character, but he is so perfect for this role that he's in. Like, I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, I wonder though, like when you play a character like that all the time, yeah. like, how do you get fucked? <laughs> like who it's wants it? By, it's probably just by that status alone. Like, oh my God, I fucked the guy from American Horror Story. It's that. It's like those bragging rights. Like, I mean, I wouldn't brag about that, but you know, someone would and God bless them for, you know, <laughs> doing that so that that guy gets laid. It's just not for me. I mean, I say no, that, but then yeah. like, it's just, yeah, he's just, mm. and you know what? But he's also white and tall and that gets you really far like in life. <laughs> That's true, right? He's white, tall, and he got money, so. <laughs> oh, I can't. Um, then they, so they're like weaving all these like little stories and everything together. And I didn't even get the fact that Billy Lord, like her character is supposed to be pregnant until like this most recent episode. So that was yeah. kind of like lost on me. I think then, that was lost on me too. I don't, like I was just like she was all of a sudden pregnant. I don't know how that happened. Like they never really talked about it. That was weird. I thought that was like okay. I guess she's pregnant now. So yeah, and she's best friends with that little guy Adam, who like you know has been Charlie looking for Carver. The yeah, actor. yeah, that boy is so cute. He's so fine. I'm so happy he's gay too. Actually, he's actually um, a gay actor, and he is a twin. Because remember, he was the growing up twins on Desperate Housewives from when the boys grew up. Oh, really? So, yes. Because I'm actually kind of watching yeah, Desperate Housewives. So yeah, they, him and his brother, they're twins, they're actors, um, but he's the gay one. But anyways, they were the, the growing up twins on Desperate Housewives. So that's I where his like, little career- I did not even know that. Yes, that's some fun info, yeah? <laughs> I love it. Okay, um, Joe Mantello playing the Gino character and then he's with yes. um Russell Tovey's character. Yes. Okay, uh, Russell, Russell Tovey. Tovey. <laughs> yeah. He's so adorable with the mustache. I love him with the mustache. I love almost any man with a mustache. A thick freaking mustache like on a man. I'm like I'm dumb. <laughs> like, I wish I have mustache envy. I really love that look, you know, like the thick mustache and then like the kind of faded five o'clock shadow beard like mixed together mm -hmm. oh, i love it it's my favorite <laughs> it's one of my favorite looks to do but i have to like feel a certain way to be able to do it i might do it this weekend let's see how i feel um but like yeah no and i do appreciate that but the thing is that they're taking like this his character and they're giving him like the um the big like the, this rash that's happening now and like the is it rashes or is it lesions like yeah, i was the... kind of thinking I was like, it kind of feels a little Angels in America-ish, like a little like they're kind of weaving that storyline in now, or was it supposed to be like a flea bite? Like, I don't know. Am I reading that That's wrong? the thing. It's because like the one girl who was talking to um, Sandra Bernhardt's character on the phone, who was like, come over and, you know, let's get naked yeah. or whatever. And like, though she's like scratching her arm and you're like, ew, like, <laughs> like and you see like, <laughs> she's got that rash on her back. And okay, then now, yeah. and then we have like, then, then all of a sudden he's, um, Gino, Gino has it. And then he also has it too. Cause remember like when he was laying down on him, his tank top moved over and you could see it on his back, but it was like, it was discolored. It felt very Ryan Murphy ish too, because you know, he also did the normal heart. And so he has, you know, deal with telling the age story. I'm not sure if that's what they're trying to tell or if they're trying to make it, you know, sci-fi, like you said, like it's the fleas or it's something else that we don't know. Yeah, it's just, 
like uh, i'm just like so mad though like we're we're now taking it all the way like to um the a kaposi sarcoma sarcoma that's basically what i'm thinking yes. it's it's yeah. those that that's that's the thing ks is is you know like that we're taking it there and then we're making it this like american horror story for gays you know what i mean like <laughs> <laughs> like instantly like oh okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's where we're going. I mean, we were talking about that too. Like it was like the this is one of the things I really love about this season is that you know, like you said, they took the training wheels off and they actually gave us a gay show. I love that we have that visibility and kind of like that truth. You know, for me, like Mm -hmm. the first episode, it was like it was sexy, but like kind of scary. It gave me that feeling again, like when I was a young kid walking through like the underwear aisle at Target and seeing the sexy man on the underwear. Like I had all those feelings again. So it was like very fun, right? Because yeah. Big Daddy's like the monster, but you're like not scared of him, but you should be scared of him. But like, he's like sexy. I've seen 18 of those what? men at Dilf. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm not scared. I know him. <laughs> like, oh Keith, God. is that you? Keith. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know who the actor is playing that guy, though, too, because like I'm very much a face guy, but. Oh, I just Whatever. found him. I just found oh, him recently, you? too. Yeah. The guy who plays Big Daddy, and he's hot. He's beautiful. He's got an Instagram. Uh huh. Oh, I love it. Oh my God. I need to follow that Instagram girl. We don't have to put that out there. <laughs> I'm going to like real quickly look it up right now as we're talking. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, no, like his whole thing is uh, his name is William Matthew William Bishop. And so, and you can get him like on Instagram. Like he's like, Loves. he's out there and he actually has a cute face. He is good looking. I have a feeling we're going to see him like in another Ryan Murphy thing. And then we're going to find out how terrible of an actor he is. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's going to happen, but he is good looking. He is, he is very, very good looking. Um, Matthew, Matthew W. Bishop is his Instagram profile. So you guys can go look him there. He's cute. It's like fine, whatever. Um, and then trying to think if there's anything else. Well, we have Patty Lapone in this and Leslie Grossman. So I mean like gay yes. cult like icons. And I'm loving that like Patty Lapone, um, that they like let her make fun of herself and her nasally voice. Like they completely went there. With <laughs> <it>. <laughs> like, they did. <laughs> okay. I um I just clicked on the on Matthew Bishop. Yeah, he is. He's beautiful. Looks super Italian. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good looking. Well, let's see. Like, <laughs> he's only got 40,000 followers on Instagram. Hmm. I'm sure so, it will blow up. So. Which means, but his, his bio says mover and protein shaker. I got to go. You have protein shaker. Ew. I'm done. Bye. Oh, but I clicked he on his like- stories and he voted. That's a good sign. That's good. I don't know, but he's still shaking that protein, so I don't know about that. But like, I don't know. know. (laughs) I'm looking at who he follows. He follows. He follows Bravo. He follows Andy. He follows Nisi Nash. Oh my god, is he like a house? Is he a housewife gay? Oh my god, I have to tell you that is my favorite thing. Actually, is finding other gays. Like whenever we go somewhere for the weekend, like Palm Springs, or like when I was in Big Bear for the summer, and we found these gays, and I was like, "Do you love housewives?" And they did, and then we just sit there, we fucking talk about housewives. I'm like, I found my little tribe. Oh my god! Speaking of (laughs) Hunter Harden, Hunter Harden, friend of the pod, his husband Corey was just on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. It aired last. I saw that. Yeah. Well, and all and, the girls, 
follow him too, actually, on his Instagram, which is what I'm trying to get working right now. Nice. <laughs> he, I want um, the Housewives to follow me. <laughs> he even got like his like he even got a joke in with when yeah. she's like, "Oh, let's go with a him." He was like, "I'll take him and him and him." And I was like, "Oh, you go, gay! Like you just <laughs> you put it out there. You even got the little line in there." So Bravo liked him. So like, let's see what what happens there. Yeah. It's cute. I feel sad. Okay, so as I'm switching gears, so we're talking about Real Housewives before we like let the show go today. Um, <laughs> did you see that like Jen Shaw has nothing to do with the, with the Housewives anymore? She's not allowed. Like Bravo is like se- severed ties with her. It's crazy. I remember because, like, I know, like, I don't know if we should say, but we were at that filming for that dinner. Oh, we talked about on the it. show already. <laughs> okay, so so we were there, and I remember you looking at me, going, "I really hope that she's innocent because she is such a star." And mm-hmm. I mean, she was like, she commanded the attention of the room. She was so sweet to us, and it was like, yeah, like I really don't want her to be guilty either i mean but i knew from day one i always said like that bitch is guilty right because like erica i stood and defended like i and i still stand by erica's side i still think erica is not innocent but i was like girl homeland security showed up for you when homeland security shows up for you you are guilty of something i just but i don't understand like why did bravo have to sever ties with her you know what i mean for even though she pled guilty right and they did it with erica or Teresa. so it's just like i don't know I wonder picking right now. It might also be like a contract thing too, because in this way they can start her back Maybe. at zero. They can start her back at zero. You know what I mean? And like not give her as much money. Yeah. Yeah, because like, okay, you've been going, 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 and now you're making this much per episode, but oh, we gotta take you all the way back. And like, I don't know if maybe Bravo doesn't want anything to do with it. Who knows? It's just it's yeah. um it's a little bit weird. And I completely get it though, because like who wants to have a felon like <laughs> like on, on payroll? Like, like what are we doing? <laughs> You know, but like at the same time, like how are we gonna get the rest of the story, yo? Like, like, like. I mean, she was her... a big integral part of their storyline of their. Season. Does this mean you that know, she's like we... not gonna like? She didn't show up at BravoCon. Does that mean that they're not gonna give her like some shine at the reunion? Like that's gonna suck. Like I don't know. Yeah, but, well, on her contract, she's obligated to go to the reunion, right? Because if you don't show up to the reunion, there's no contract. That's... They they're done with her. Bravo's okay. done. She's like doing her own, she, yeah, she's doing her own ad kind of things like on her Instagram okay. being like watch watch housewives tonight. But Bravo yeah. is done. Like Anthony, Andy said like we we've we've went our own ways and yes I want to try to do a sit down with her eventually, but as of right now Bravo and Jen Shaw are no longer in a relationship. Like mm, they that's, like that's like unfortunate so. Yeah, so some like I want I want to know like what was it was there something like in the contract i mean like where does that yeah. sit okay i mean so, she was, like you said she was a star that night all the girls were super sweet that night but lisa barlow is the star now of that show i think so <laughs> are you crazy are you crazy <laughs> i love her hi baby gorgeous well, here's um, the thing, like, she she breaks the rules, because you remember that night, we were trying to get pictures with them, and the producer was like, no, no pictures, and remember, Lisa Barlow was like, fuck that, let's take a video, and she took my phone, and she took a video with us, and I was mm-hmm. like, I fucking love this bitch, like, she does not give a fuck, she's like, I'm gonna do whatever I want, these are our fans, let's make them happy, Well, it and shows you, did. too, sometimes <laughs> those rule breakers like that, though, too, is like, you can tell she doesn't need need the paycheck you know what i mean she got like a real tequila brand like vita tequila like that's it's real shit you know what i mean like she she has like a 
been out there. It's not like you know Lynn Curtin or Cuff. You know what I mean? Is it good? Is it as is it as good as eight one eight tequila? Because that's my friend Kylie Jenner, and I don't <laughs> oh my know. God. You want to start a fight? <laughs> the Please, sad thing is, the- is the is the other girl. Te- I'm gonna drink Casamigos all the time. Okay, so well the uh, the other tequila that. The, we don't even know. I don't remember what it's called even anymore. Like the, the Kathy Hilton one. That's a sad part is that number one, the name isn't very like catchy. So we don't remember it. And it's yeah. not even her tequila. Like she's a buyer in it. It's Eva Longoria not- tequila. Oh, is it? Okay. I yeah, like, it's I like, like a real tequila. I know it's a real Latinx girl, like real Latinx person made tequila. That's the tequila we should go, go get. Not Kendall Jenner's. I don't want white girls tequila. Right. <laughs> Like, she's like mm, it's sweet. Well, I, I'm drinking. I'm drinking George Clooney freaking Cindy Crawford tequila. Okay. So. Yeah, <laughs> it, I guess. Uh, Casamigos is George Clooney and then Cindy Crawford's husband, right? Yeah, so, Randy whatever. Gerber. Yeah. And so if they haven't, if they haven't like sold it off yet, but I think it like it all comes from the same place. It's like all the same like freaking yeah. same agave coming from somewhere, you know? Because like even <laughs> Bethany Frankel got a tequila, you know, like it's just everybody got, uh, everybody skinny got girl it. tequila. Skinny. <laughs> it's called something else. Cause she's got skinny girl and she has some other oh. thing. And now she's oh, or, or, or to tap into else. that Latin heritage. She's calling it Flaca. Flaca oh, Jesus Christ. If she did, Don't send me I, would, letters. Don't send me- <laughs> I would sue her myself. If she called it that. Flaca. Oh my God. Jesus. Okay. Before we wrap up today, cause we've been on for a long while. Nelson. I want What's your up, crush then? this week, yeah. but we do the crushes in a different way now because of Mimi uh, Marks. Okay. She gave us a new way, and that is I need your crush on your favorite person, place, and thing for the week. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm, <laughs> this is going to be so stupid, but <laughs> you guys are going to hate me. Um, my friend, 100% is my crush. Um, because I have really, I hurt my foot really bad at work, um, because I'm old, so I'm just gradually getting there, and I am really bad when it comes to pain, and he, without me even begging or asking him for anything, set up some time to go see his trainer, and his trainer worked on my foot, her name is Rai, and they're at the Experience in San Diego, which is a gay-owned gym, it's really great, but she, like, had some Jesus magic, like rubbed my foot. And it's not 100% better, but he like 100% took care of that for me. And it kind of put me like in a new light with him. And I even told him, I was like, I didn't know I needed to be loved like that or that I even wanted to be loved like that. But now that I have the love, you guys are so Netflix. (laughs) But But now that I know that I have been loved that way, I don't know how I could ever go back to not wanting mm-hmm. to be loved that way so for well, sure called, him it's called a standard of like what you want and what you expect <laughs> in your life and i think we should all have that so i mean that's part of being in a relationship is that you should do things for each other so like okay so that's your person so your boyfriend slash rye are your are your people of crush and so who's your what is your person what's, what's your place in your thing your crushes right now my place and my thing. I think this is my place is like at home. I know that sounds weird, but I love just being in my own home. Well, she's nesting. It's, it's it's pumpkin spice season. She's full <laughs> nesting. 
we we do have we we're so busy like right like we've been so and especially me and you right like we've been so busy with prides and traveling and doing everything that for me it's kind of nice you know like Jessica Simpson said you can love me with just like a t-shirt on right <laughs> oh my God. and I can sit and I can be ugly and order my takeout and... with you, with you. <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> um, oh my gosh okay I've been listening then... to old music lately keep going <laughs> like... I love it um mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm obsessed with what am i obsessed with? um i've had way too many mcribs this week i'm sorry like that sounds so gross so that's your thing is mcribs <laughs> I've, I've had three mcribs this week and i was like stop it stop eating the mcribs girl they said it's going away forever just like I how t- taco bell did I'm the like, same thing with the uh mexican pizza so i guess it'll i know it'll probably be back one day but still i'm gonna buy them and freeze them <laughs> i can't <laughs> that's awful <laughs> they're like riblets i mean they're not like i mean like mcrib is like good and like you get like your moment and then it's just like okay i'm done i don't know i don't know how you did three and of them even real ribs and i work at a barbecue restaurant and we make amazing ribs and i never even eat the ribs because well one they're so messy to eat <laughs> but i was like Can we I can't, just make a rib sandwich <laughs> that didn't even connect with me that you work at a fucking barbecue <laughs> restaurant and you are right. leaving your barbecue restaurant and going to mcdonald's to get the barbecue yeah. from mcdonald's and we just got voted best barbecue in all of san diego so yeah and my I'm show just got best. canceled by everybody because of all the things we've done today um okay. my person place and thing yeah. this week my crush is jeff probst because i'm back into jeff probst because survivor is good again this season He's so skinny now, though. Skinny, but the thing is, is like he's still. It's it's the way that he's like, he commands the room. You know what I mean? Like, like I just I freaking love that. Plus, if you like look up the old pictures of Jeff Probst, the the dick pic. I mean, like he's got a big dick. Oh, Um, so it's so the dick still look good. Oh, girl, it's good. It's good. (laughs) He just needs to get like some collagen injections or something because that face is super skinny right now. I'm like, baby. But he's getting older and he's also been in the sun for 40 seasons of Survivor. You know what I mean? Like he's just been out there. So I'm okay with it. National sun. Yeah. Yes. My place, my crush of a place, and it's a place that I've been thinking about. Mm -hmm. And this is the most stupid random thing ever, but it's just going to be my place. And it's on an international flight. Okay. My (laughs) thing with being on an international flight, and I mean like a good like six to eight hour flight. And you have to be in business preferred or higher. <laughs> That's right. You were talking about that. <laughs> yes. But the thing is, is like, I, I think it's because I've been so stressed with work and like, I'm like firing another client this week because I just, I can't take abuse ah! from people anymore. Like I just, yeah. I can't, I can't. I have this woman who has, I've done 15 treatments for her and some of them have been really, really big and she's only yeah. bought one thing in the past two and a half years from me. Oh my God. That's insane. And I just, and the fact that she like asked me for things and she's abusive and she wants it right now and she can't wait and blah, blah, blah. And then they don't even, yeah. they don't even reply when I send something over and I'm doing more work. And I think she's taking my work and she's stealing it and she's having other hey. people it for me. Oh no, it. that's not cool at all. So I'm getting rid of that. And so it's like those kind of stresses right now have really taken me. So I just want to be on an international flight watching in-flight movies and documentaries being <laughs> served alcohol and like my phone doesn't work i just want to be at peace like just like sitting in a big comfy chair so that's my you crush right be, now you want to be lost in a completely different world other than your own 
I want, yeah, but I want to be like, yeah. but that, but there is nothing like, and I just, I love being on an international flight in a really good comfy chair. So that's going to be my place. Yeah, and my thing cool. that I have a crush on right now, girl, I bought sunglasses from Target of all places. <laughs> they are four, actually, they're great. $14 they're great. sunglasses. They're made out of plastic. And I am so appreciating them because the thing is it's like i've spent money on sunglasses and i recently bought like a 50 dollars pair of sunglasses you know these when i was at home in ohio they fell off of me at some point don't know where they ended up i get i'm, I'm like i'm on my layover coming back and my mom finds them in, her, in the trunk of her car i'm like how did oh. my sunglasses get in the trunk of her car when i wasn't in her car and yeah. like so those are on their way back to me but so i hadn't had sunglasses that i really like i just had a bunch of pair of shit pairs you know that like you just wear whatever but these new star what's called these starbucks these new sunglasses from <laughs> target they're like the good yeah. fellow or whatever they're 14 bucks i'm completely appreciating and now i want to go buy like three more pairs like because i'm just like when something is like inexpensive and i like it then i'm like let me buy 18 of them let's buy more because, yeah absolutely yeah and so that's just my person okay do you have expensive sunglasses though not right now 25 25 thou 25,000 25, <laughs> no my most 25, expensive sunglasses 000? yeah my most expensive ones are 50 bucks and the thing is and those yeah. are the ones that are still on their way back now from from ohio gotcha. now and and because my mom is sending me a bunch of like ornaments and shit that i wanted but um but so that's cool. it so those are my person, place, and thing. Jeff Probes, international flights, and being <laughs> in, in my Target sunglasses. So, you guys, this has been another episode of Bald and Bingeable. Nelson, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram. I have started a new account that is strictly for like housewives and pop culture stuff. So, if you like that, we're trying to build that up. It is called Carcass Out, which D'Angelo did help me. Um, get that started with Dorit because you know Dorit orders her drink. Belvedere, Belvedere soda, soda, three lemons, squeeze, carcass out in a short in glass. a short glass. Yes. So, so I can't believe that. I know her fucking drink. <laughs> All during Palm Springs. That's what I'm doing. So we're gonna be ordering that. Anyway, and then you can also follow me at Yes Queen, which is Y A A three S's in case spelled with a queen because it's a public school and a state school, and that's where you can see you know all the scandalous booty pics, the little dick cleavage, the go-go gig stuff, all that scandalous stuff is still there and running great. That's where you can find me. Nice. <laughs> and I'll be and, <laughs> and you guys know where you guys can find me all over. Um, check the link tree. You guys will see if I have any upcoming appearances. I don't even know where the hell I'm supposed to be. I think I'm actually going to be at Barracuda in December. So keep your eyes peeled for that for Los Angeles. Um, but that's the next like big public appearance that I have coming out. We have a bunch of different little like, random shows coming around, so just keep yourself in check. You guys like and subscribe everywhere you are. Do your Christian service and tell a good friend about this show and let them know that like, hey, listen to this. Even if they're gonna listen to it to when they sleep, as long as they get those listens, okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> hit the five stars. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Bald and Bingeable. Thank you so much and good night from the lower level. <laughs> Good night from the lower level.